I feel like there's like feeding to the audience where it's like, oh, uh, we want quick info. Screw your long explanation. We want it quick. We want it fast. We want it snappy. Go, 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 go. I don't like that. I hate that, actually. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Insatiable Investigators. I'm your detective explainer, and today, Venti's not around because he's too busy, and he didn't have time to record the session. Hooray. So what that means is the movie podcast is going to be delayed until, well, he gets to record, which I don't know when it is because, well, our schedules are weird. So, yeah. Now, for the time being, I think we're going to talk about content creation because, well, if you look at me, I'm the one who created like for several years already, even the past half a decade. And well, I figured I might as well just share what I have, my thoughts as to what I think as a content creator about YouTube or just content creation in general, because, well, apparently I just want to spout opinions, I guess. I mean, I know my opinions don't matter because this won't be spread to the masses. Hooray! Just imagine how many listeners are here. I bet it's only like two, so I mean, I guess I'm fine just talking to two people, I guess, but if you're here to listen to some random person on the internet to ramble about his opinions because he's been content creating for five years without any specific quality, then welcome. Welcome to this rant. In general, what I think about content creation is that it's like a double-edged sword. You only have a minority of people that would actually succeed. I feel like there's this little bias that we have. You only get to see the people that succeed, you know, you only get to see the people that are really making it up there. And it's like, for the people that aren't really making it up there, you don't see them, you just get buried down in YouTube. Unless you specifically search for the title, or already subscribe to them, which, I mean, understandable I suppose, but it's like, some points it's like, it's hard to really stand out. Because when the content creator people are like, oh, here's what you have to do, you need to stand out, you need to find your niche or something like that. I'm just looking there and I'm like, but what if I don't want to do one niche? You know, it's like, if you've locked yourself into one niche, will you really be this person that enjoys content creation? So it's like, there's this little dilemma here. It's like your own satisfaction as a content creator versus what content your audience likes. I feel like this is like an eternal battle here. Even though technically the content creator himself has the final rights as to what he wants to publish. Oh right, I had to use the term they because I apparently can't trigger the genders in between. Oh, sorry about that. But yeah, uh, the point here is that content creators are kind of like, if they want to stand out, it's kind of hard to really do that unless you're doing like a more popular sort of niche, but giving your own twist to it. You know, it's like, it's hard to find a niche topic that really doesn't have much people in it, but you can actually do stuff in it and actually stand out. I don't know. It's kind of difficult to do that because you aren't supposed to expect anything for your audience and the audience shouldn't really expect anything from you. Uh, this, of course, if, you, if they watch your video and be like, oh wait, this video is actually good to watch, so I'll subscribe. You know, that is alright, you do have an audience, but it's like, as a content creator, it's like, you have the struggle as to whether it's worth forgetting about the audience and just do what you want, or you have to cater to every step of your audience and grow. But would you still be satisfied with that? It's like this weird sort of balancing act you have to do, which I personally think I am struggling. Because right now, the channel I have, XP Player 1337, I basically sort of confine myself to gaming. Even though the main irony here is that I can't really do much gaming. 
one because I don't really have too much spare money to actually spend on and two I feel like there are much more things that I could do out there that isn't gaming but now that I have this name stuck to me XP player 1337 I'm just stuck with gaming so which is why I'm basically struggling to think if I have another channel that I want to do that's basically everything else that doesn't have a proper niche what would I end up with so I guess this is why content creators usually have two channels at the very least it's because there's like a specific niche that you want to conform to and then there's this other one where it's like okay just screw the niches I just do what I want kind of thing so it's like that but I don't know for me it's like I want to do that so I am in works of that probably we're gonna have to prep that I still have time. I still need to think about logos and stuff. I don't know. Maybe I should just be like, screw the logo. We're just going to go straight in and, well, make it be my thing. But then again, it's like, I don't know. Do I really have to work this hard on a channel that is just my passion? You know, I feel like there's this weird thing where it's like you have to somehow just optimize everything about your channel just to be like you have a chance to blow up. I don't know if it's worth doing that, you know, because being optimized and everything just kind of takes out the fun of everything, you know. It's like, for example, the game I main on my channel, Sif All Stars, so Squad Festival All Stars, it looks like you have to optimize absolutely everything in it to enjoy the game. You know, as a like statistic maniac or something like that, but I feel like I shouldn't really do that, you know. There isn't supposed to be this need where you have to optimize everything, you know. In RPGs, for example, it's like you don't want to stick to the meta where it's like, oh, this is the only way where you're gonna optimize for the maximum amount of voltage or something like that stuff. You know, it's kind of weird that you're forced into this kind of like idea that you have to be spot on your SEOs or be spot on your thumbnails or you know be spot on with whatever for this audience to basically get hooked in for the first 10 seconds because they have a very short attention span now thanks to TikTok but uh, yeah do I really want to do all these stuff just because I want more people to listen to my voice or watch my passion I don't know there's like a sort of struggle that I feel like do I really have to treat it as a struggle or should I just be like screw everything and be myself you know because I feel like by doing all these sort of optimizations I'm just giving myself this facade where it's like okay sure I am being more exposed because I did the SEO and all that but at the same time you look at some other channels I'm like they aren't even doing that many SEOs and yet they're on top of the search I'm like okay why am I not doing well which is basically another reason why I feel like I have this love-hate relationship with my original channel is because I feel like I am inferior I don't know, because my old sort of format is basically just ranting or just talking about stuff. Doing like a more let's play approach. But even now, let's plays got evolved to a point where it's like, oh, you can't be, you can't be popular because uh, you don't do this uh, jump cuts every five seconds being like, oh, we're gonna be so funny. I'm gonna go ahead and plop in some memes in here because that's what the kids like. I don't know. Do I really want to sacrifice that? to just become popular is that really what i want between this balancing act of your passion or what you want to do versus what you appeal to audience it's like does the audience really matter i mean for my case it's like barely anyone comments on my videos anyway so i feel like maybe i shouldn't really care that much because well no one's even responding well there are those occasional comments where it's like one two or three comments here and there i mean i do respond to some of them but it's like it doesn't really give me like this direction where it's like those audiences are like oh, okay you can do this to kind of like improve your thing but it's like 
um, okay, I can do that, sure. But at the same time, it's like, do I feel the gratification of uploading said content? You know, at the same time, it's like, do I have the safety of publishing the content I want? Because remember, YouTube does a lot to basically shut down anyone that goes a little bit too extreme or a little bit too political. And I feel like if I do just let that loose, it's like YouTube's gonna be like, nope, nope, you're not gonna be recommended to anyone at all because your opinions are a bit too political. So it's like, I have this little struggle here, you know? So that's why, I don't know, YouTube is weird, content creation is weird. It's like you have to censor yourself at times because, well, policies. I know private companies have the right to enforce their own policies into it, but it's like you're not allowing freedom of speech. I don't know. American American First Amendments are weird, but uh, yeah, who am I to say? I'm not American. But yeah, the point here is that I'm struggling to find this balance as to like, wait, are the audience really enjoying what I do on XP Player or do I just be like, screw everyone, I'm just gonna make the channel into basically what I want to upload. But when you think about that, it's like, the stuff I want to upload are so much different from the original direction that the channel is supposed to go. So, which is why I'm thinking, okay, perhaps I'll give a second channel a try and see what I can do. You know, because I want to upload some other stuff, you know. I want technology, you know, because I would like to see what I can bring so that I can bring it to travel and, you know, see what I want to do. I probably want to open up a business here and there and probably share my journey across that, you know. Something like that. It's like, I want to do all these kind of stuff. But it's like, should I just ignore the current audience I've built up until this point or just go ahead and just do what I want to do? Or did I just do it on my own channel or do I just do it on my existing so player channel? You know, because I mean, the name itself kind of shows that I'm supposed to focus on gaming, which unfortunately I feel like I'm losing a bit of like constant interest into it. Now it's just like mostly grinding or something like, oh, a new card. Oh, hey, here's some info. Honestly, you should have known at this point, it's like, okay, these cards should be used by this point. Do you really need me to go ahead and review it kind of mentality? Which is why I feel like I need to start switching my approach to how I do YouTube. Because mainly it's like, do I really want to be popular? That's another problem too. It's like, do I really want to stand out? Do I really want to be popular? Can I handle that popularity? Because remember, when you have more eyes at you, it's like you're basically put on this pedestal. Where it's like, oh, the audience will hold you accountable because of some minute stuff you did wrong somehow and somehow you get cancelled over it. We mentioned this a long time ago on the cancel culture episode, but the point here is basically that you are basically held accountable to every small act you do, even though you're technically by your own jurisdiction most of the time. So, I don't know. Am I ready for that? Am I really responsible for that? I'm not sure. I'm not one to judge. I can only know if I'm ready when I reach that threshold. So yeah, it's honestly a tough decision for me to be deciding like, should I really just go for like personal finance because that's the niche that will get you to grow quickly or should I go for self-improvement because I love going on philosophical stuff like how I did on the last podcast but uh, you know. I feel like if I constrain myself to like one of these niches, it's like it's impossible for me to keep doing the content I want to do forever because everyone knows your interests will change across time and it's gonna be difficult for you to hold on for that. But yeah, another thing I've been concerned about is my streaming. 
versus creating videos because for me I feel like I want to stream but at the same time it's like my equipment that I have right now basically just makes me confined to just making videos I don't know I feel like there are pros and cons to like whether I should upload videos or live stream so it's like I want a bit of both worlds but at the same time it's like I want to try a bit more streaming but my laptop's gonna overheat so crazily so I decided to, to not to do that. Which is unfortunate because I'm actually liking the City Skyline series and someone did give me like decent suggestions there. But at the same time it's like I want that interaction you know. Something like I know that I won't be able to respond to everyone if I do gain like a large amount of live audience but at the same time it's like I want to see a group of people coming together you know enjoying something they like sort of like that i don't know why why my trainer thought is like this oh yeah have i mentioned like just before the podcast i actually went ahead and did a 16 personality test and turns out i am a infp t so i'm a mediator a turbulent mediator dang i feel like i do resonate to it mainly because i feel like I want to help people a lot. In fact, to like some of the close friends I do have, I have talked about their stuff a lot. They talk about their issues. For example, it's like, uh, for example, romance or like standard friendships or that, or what they're going through in life. It's like I just come up and try to think stuff with them. You know, it's like I want to help them the best way I can but I am more of a nuanced type because I'd like to hear what they go through and then I give my input to it, you know? I'm sort of like a consultant, I guess, in a sense, but in no ways am I professional. And I'm not a person that has qualifications. I don't do that. I don't have that even. But we'll get to see what I can do to try and improve the situation that, well, the person asks for. And I'm like, okay. What can I do? Apparently, what I can do, right, according to the uh, website, is apparently I am a quote-unquote diplomat. Hooray. Yeah, the point here is that I probably would want to do a self-improvement channel because at the same time, it's like I want to see what can I do to get people to get out of the position. I want people to live their lives greatly and try to live the best lives they can, preferably, and try to live without regrets, sort of thing. I feel like that's like one of those kind of things where it's like, if people come to ask for me for advice, I'm gonna spend 100% of my effort to help them out, something like that. So maybe I would work on that somehow. Maybe that's gonna be my focus towards the channel that I'm gonna be making. It's gonna be a bit cliched, I know, because there's so many self-improvement channels already out there. It's like, where do I stand? What should I do to make that my focus? You know, because I feel like this is something that's difficult to kind of find, I suppose. But uh, yeah, I'm guessing that's really based on what I have, I guess. I mean, changing for the better is obviously nice and all, but it's like, how? What kind of direction do I want to take? Do I go ahead and just do what my passion desires? Or what kind of like approach do I want to take? Do I want to go at a direction where it's like, I go ahead and roast people, but by roasting those people, I'll go ahead and tell you proper advice to be like how not to be that kind of person. You know, that kind of thing where it's like, I don't really want to people to go negative completely. Because being negative is like, I mean, 
Your life is negative enough. I keep pushing myself down a lot already. Why don't I try doing something for the better? But I feel like at the same time, it's like, I don't want to force a facade to be like, Oh yeah, I'm this positive person. Hooray. You gotta be happy because that's the only way to be successful in life. It's like, no, no, that's too much. You need to find this moderation where it's like, you can find happiness, but it has to come from yourself. It has to be natural. It shouldn't be forced onto yourself. I feel like this fake it until make it kind of like method only works short term. Because in the end, you're just gonna end up being sober and being disappointed in life. And that's kind of like not helpful at all. Because temporary solutions only can get you somewhere. Which is why we have the feed a man to fish and he'll live for a day, teach a man to fish and he'll live for a lifetime. Cliche quotes. I mean, still. In a sense, that's sort of the idea here. It's like you gotta find a way to sort of lift yourself up. These kind of like adversaries where it's gonna put you down will happen and i feel like this needs to happen anyway you are going to face challenges or difficulties in your life but it's the way how you adapt to the adversaries that really defines you as a person and i feel like if you can find this code that belongs to you to solve these adversaries then maybe you just live a lot happier life because you won't be worrying too much because i feel like the last thing you'd want in your life is to have regrets it's like oh i should have done this i should have done that i should have done something better back then don't don't think about that you have time now so why don't you do something now to change your situation for the better, you know, rather than just keep being regret or say, I don't have any passions, I'm not interested in anything, then start doing something. You need to do something. I don't care if you like upload stuff on YouTube for the memes and all that. It's like try to find something, you know, something you want to do. Of course, it's got to be what you want to do, hopefully. But if you have nothing in interest, then start doing something. For example, you maybe just like be like live streaming. It's like, okay, I'm live streaming. Uh, do I like live streaming? Or what kind of games do I want to do? You know, that kind of stuff. It's like, as soon as you start working onto that journey, you'd start finding out things you'd never thought you'd know about yourself until you actually did the thing. For example, it's like, oh, I streamed for like several, several weeks straight, and then I realized, oh wait, I actually like this. Then you go ahead and start doing that. That will be your passion. So the passion really goes as to what you enjoy doing. And if you're not doing anything, you definitely won't have passion because you won't know your, what your passion is if you don't do it or you don't have a source as to see like, oh, perhaps I've been watching so many travel videos. Maybe I actually like traveling, you know, that kind of stuff. So maybe traveling is your passion. So to understand whether if that's the case, then try chasing after it. Because remember, Passion changes over time. You won't be enjoying the life of gaming for your entire life. There's got to be some point where it's like, okay, I'm tired of gaming right now. I don't know what to do for the rest of my life. Then you're just lost in life. That's where you want to start moving. You need to move to something else. You can't just stop. The earth keeps spinning, the dance keeps going, the ball keeps running, and well, you gotta do stuff. You know, you have to start walking. However painful your life is, however traumatic it is, if you're not willing to take that first step, you aren't going to reach anywhere. And I mean anywhere. You're just gonna be stuck in limbo. In fact, you're gonna be thinking about more of these negative thoughts just being there. It just starts piling up, it starts suppressing you more and more until essentially at some point you're like, nope, I'm just gonna give up on life now and it's nope. 
I go right out of there. And then you just kind of put with crack when it's like, ah, oh, I should have lived my life a bit better, kind of thing. You know, rather than to just live in regrets, do something. Anything. In fact, if there's one thing you can do, it's content creation. At this point, you should have at least a phone, or perhaps a laptop, or something, you know, a device to let you access the internet, especially your phone, because at this point of age, I'm pretty sure most countries do let you use your phones, even if it's a low-budget thing. Go ahead, do that, do that. Record yourself doing something crazy or something that you love to do, and then put that onto like YouTube or something like that. And if you like it, then keep doing that. Someone's gonna come ahead and stop by and be like, "Oh, this guy's very funny," or "This guy has interesting stuff he can provide." I'm gonna go ahead and watch him. There will be an audience. It's just that how much you're willing to be doing it, and do you have this passion? Yes, I feel like the audience does have an innate sense as to whether they're gonna enjoy your work or know that you have the passion to do it. Because well, it depends, you know. In my case, however, it's like I feel like it's weird when I'm looking at my statistics and all that because it's like I feel like people are mostly there for what I upload as a reviewer. Because I review cards, I review basically the stats. I tell basically how to do kind of stuff. I'm more of a strategist kind of like creator, but I feel like that's just denying the old let's play sort of fashion, where、I、basically put in a little bit of my personality in there. I feel like I lost a bit of that to be this strategist. I cannot pronounce, but yeah. The point here is that I need this passion back, and to fulfill that with that. You know, losing too much of my current audience. What I'm gonna do is I end up gonna make this other channel. Now, obviously, I need to like start preparing content for that because I don't wanna upload it and be like, okay, there's this first video, and you now have to wait two weeks for a new video. You know, I wanted to start that flow that I can like upload every week or something like that. You know, even just one video a week, I may try start doing that. You know, I'm gonna start a stockpile there so that if I don't have enough time, then I can basically be like, okay, I could just let the schedule run. I still have. Some videos down here that can keep on be uploaded, and I won't have to worry about that kind of thing. So I feel like that's basically the approach I'm gonna take with the new channel. Yeah, it's like you have to do something, anything. I mean, don't try not to do stuff that will harm other people's lives, like you know,、um, robbing a bank. No, I don't recommend doing that. I don't recommend doing any major crimes. You know, just do what you can that makes you happy, but not at the expense of others. You know. I feel like this is like my motto. I feel like I've hinted about my motto for like a long time already. But my motto is: do whatever you please that makes you happy, but do not harm others in the process. Like I'm fine whether you call yourself like a、uh, specifically a poli- politically leading kind of thing. But if you harm others in that, then you're gonna be up against me because I don't want to wish harm upon others. You know. But the point here is that I feel like we are kind of like suppressing ourselves. We're kind of like forcing ourselves to appeal to the masses. But it's like, wouldn't it be better if we bring out our true selves out there, our exposed selves out there, 
the selves that we are proud of and put that out in display because that's the only way where it's like you would be out there and you won't have any regrets you get to expose yourself for who you are and be happy about it you know for example oh you're a theater kid like i said on the last example last podcast example you're a theater kid but then you're like uh you bring that interest out on youtube then sure there are probably some theater people out there that are like oh your content is about theater we're gonna go ahead and sub to you because we too love theater kind of thing you know so there should be an audience for someone out there but yeah speaking of audience i feel like the main problem with audience these days is that they have a very short attention span and it's probably not even the creator's fault it's just that there's so much content out there you know how easy it is to just basically record yourself do some weird stuff and upload on youtube that's content right and that's another piece of content that people are gonna have to sort through to be like oh hey i can go ahead and either watch this video here or watch that other video over there you know it's like i want to go through most of this content as quickly as possible because well there's so much to consume i just can't consume all of them so then you're gonna be going like on the more shorter videos for example you're probably gonna go ahead and click on like a 15 second meme video rather than like a 30 minute video on a let's play because you can't be bothered to dedicate 30 minutes of your life because it's too long which is kind of a shame really because i feel like some people has their appeal come from these kind of extended periods for example in my case i was like i feel like it's gonna take me a while before i can actually warm up and actually appeal you know because i feel like these are the times where it's like oh hey now i can really warm up i'm warmed up i can finally like be at my prime but then at that point basically Basically, most of the people just clicked off the video already, which is kind of sad, really. I don't know. It's like attention span is a pain. I feel like attention span has been shrinking these days. I feel like within 10 seconds, you only have like 10 seconds to appeal to your potential viewers. And it's like, are you wasting 10 seconds? Next video. And it's like, man, why? It hurts. For sometimes it's like, it hurts. For me, it's like, I guess I can adapt to that. But it's like, it's going to take me a lot longer to really upload the videos. Because when you think about it, it's like, in my case, my sort of specialty here is that when I review new features, new cards, new whatever, my strategy here is that I try to upload it to the nearest Tuesday, Thursday or Saturday as possible, while at the same time try to give enough information out there. So the compromise I do is rather than make like some 10 second skit, I will go ahead and timestamp my videos. I feel like that's another thing I do stand out. It's because I timestamp my videos. I feel like people or the audience that don't have too much of an attention span can go ahead and jump to those points. Now, personally, it doesn't really help me a lot because, well, Retention time would suck, even if I do have those stuff because, well, retention span's short, remember? Ha 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 But yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's like a double edge where it's like, okay, I am technically helping these viewer viewers kind of go to the point where it's like they're interested in. But at the same time, it's like I'm not really getting as much watch time as I'm supposed to. So it's like, I don't know what I'm going to do because my content is a little more shorter I mean a bit more longer and it's gonna involve me doing a lot more explanation as to what I want to do you know or what I think about this card or something like that so it's like some people wouldn't really spend the time to go through all that and it's just like skip to whatever they want and then they hear what they want to hear the end it's kind of a shame really it's kind of a shame how we've descended to this kind of a level of stuff it's weird 
I mean, for me, even it's like I don't really get to see that smaller content creators, even in my little short niche of Sephora stars. It's like I do see one here that's like S ranking new songs here and there, but that still isn't much. It's like only that person. I didn't really see any more longer form creators that do like more than 10 minutes. I usually do like 15 to 20, sometimes even 30 minutes even, but I don't really see that many people doing that on my niche or something like that. Probably because attention span short, hooray. I don't know, I love blaming it on the attention short thing, but uh, at the same time it's like, I somehow evolve. But at the same time it's like, I don't want to lose this little gimmick that I have where it's like, I spend my time properly explaining my views and thoughts or something like that, and just like cutting it all short. I don't want to do that. Probably at best what I'm gonna do is like I'm gonna cut off like the silences, the long pauses, or something like that. I could do that. But to basically do a jump cut where it's like I'm forcing the all this information very short time. I feel like there's like feeding to the audience where it's like, oh uh, we want quick info, screw your long explanation, we want it quick, we want it fast, we want it snappy, go 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 go. I don't like that. I hate that actually. Which is why I don't evolve in that way. So I suppose the only way I could really adapt to this is to basically make memes for the first 10 seconds and then do the proper explanation later on. Maybe that's what I want to do, maybe that's not what I want to do, but we have to see. Because the problem here is that even if I want to, my laptop sucks. So I'm gonna have to do something that I'm gonna hate to do something I love. World is complicated. You work for something you hate, but you do something you love. I don't know. It's it, The world is done. But uh, yeah, such is the life of 2021, I suppose. I mean, yeah, there's so much to really consume. There's only so much time you have in life and well, never stops, honestly. But yeah, that's perhaps my curse, I guess, which is I don't really want to evolve too much. I mean, sure, I have this passion. I have stuff that I want to work on. I have stuff that I want to display. I have my vision as to what kind of content I will create. But then I also have these limitations here. I don't have much stuff to do. I have to do something, right? So we have to see. I'm gonna have to see what I want to focus on and see whether, hey, it's worth it or not. Should I do this? Or what do I have that is basically what I am? Are there any specific conditions that I have personally that would resonate with someone else? Or do I just say, I don't care about others. I just have my perspective here. This is what I have. If you don't like it, leave. Kind of perspective. I don't know. This is the ultimate compromise that you as a content creator will have to do. Appeal to your audience versus appeal to yourself. How much you want to do it, how much you want to not do it, it's up to you. And I think only you, the person doing it, would know the proper answer to that because at the end of the day, it's what you enjoy about it the most. It's like, you really like your audience retention? Then do that. Sure, you can have fun with that. That will definitely help you out a lot. And, or, if you don't like what your audience is saying, then just do what you want. At the same time, it's like, there needs to be like a certain level of quality to it because some these days, it's like people's attention spans are too short. So if you're not gonna hook them in the first 10 seconds, which I hate doing, then you aren't gonna grow too much. As you can see with my channel, 
I don't grow a lot. I'm sure I technically grew like twice and like twice my subscriber count from last year, but that doesn't really help me grow a lot because I don't really like hooking people. You know, I don't want to be a clickbaiter unless I do have like a proper bait I could use that I can actually deliver on. I'm not a person that want to fool deliberately because I'm a selfish brat that wants to get views on that. I want people to be like, oh, Oh, that's a good topic. Then how about this? Something like that. For example, one of my recent, more recent ones where it's like, uh, the most powerful reward card ever. Something like that. They click in and it's like, oh, it is the most powerful reward card ever. I want people to have that satisfaction. Like Mr. Beast even. His type of clickbait is the proper clickbait that everyone should strive for. But at the same time, it's like, I don't want to do it because, you know, is it really worth doing it? If it's your passion, that's it really have to be shared amongst millions of people out there you know after all there's only a good chance that like only 10 people are gonna go ahead and watch your thing and only like one person needs a like that's normal that does happen even for this podcast where it's like i only see like a like or two even the most some of the more recent podcasts there's like no not even like dislike thing i don't know i don't mind because i'd like to use this platform to speak out our minds and stuff which is why I have Venti sometimes, because I need his kind of like input to also help with my input. Because I don't really talk a lot with my own volatility. I feel like I need like at least one person or two to like engage me with a question, right? Give me like a suggestion, give me their opinions, and I will give them my approach and how I think about their opinion. I'm that kind of person. I'm kind of like reliant on others' opinions to establish mine. Because I feel like I am not to the point where it's like I can establish my own opinions because I don't have that confidence to express my opinions fully because even right now it's like I'm trying to freestyle this thing, I'm talking about content creation, it's just me, but even now I'm still struggling to be like how should I formulate this opinion that I have on content creation? I have more than five years of experience technically on content creation, but why am I still at my current level? Do I not appeal enough to others? Or am I not adhering to my own passion? Or am I just doing this just because I can? I don't know. I'm not really there to really find the answer or should I say, realize this answer. I mean, I'm trying to find this answer as to why I'm not, you know, more popular than I am. Maybe it's because people were came here for Toram, but then I, since I quit Toram, it's like people are like starting to unsub as well. At the same time, it's like, I don't know. Maybe I set the bar for myself too high with those kind of scripted videos. I personally want to make them, in a sense, but at the same time, it's like, it's so time consuming. To the point where it's like, I don't have the tools that I want to optimize what I want to do. Because when I think about content creation by scripting or, you know, making like these more compact videos where it's like, I squeeze in a lot of information in a short amount of time, I want it to be like a masterpiece. And that's the main problem here. I can't produce masterpieces quickly. And so I ended up with these kind of videos or podcasts here and there. But it's kind of like a pain, I don't know. But yeah, sorry about this podcast not having too much of a structure, but it is of my opinion that content creation is not for everyone because, well, you need to be ready to make these kind of like compromises or not do any compromise, you know? So just find yourself to where you find satisfactory, you know, find the line that you find suitable with, you know, and then the audience will come in. Because I feel like the audience 
a shorter attention span would be they could sense whether your passion is there or not. And I feel like with the recent videos I have, they, I don't really have much passion. I don't know. I feel it myself. It's like I don't really see that I am passionate enough to the point where it's like I would just be sounding very optimistic and whatever during these videos because I feel like I'm just going ahead and review these kind of things. But at the same time, it's like I don't know. It's up to me. It's up to me to realize what I enjoy. And I feel like I enjoy something else other than just gaming. And I feel like that's why I don't have much passion because I'm restricting myself to just gaming. That's not healthy in the long run. I need to somehow be content with myself, right? I want to be at this point where it's like, I want to be content with the content I create. So yeah, so which is why I think the debut for the personal channel will come in towards October or November. Some point where it's like I can prepare enough videos to be like, okay, I can I'll publish this like towards like every week kind of thing, kind of ordeal and be done with it. Hooray. That would be nice, but I don't know. Can I squeeze in enough time for that? I'm not sure, but yeah. I mean, other than that, I also have some restrictions also. It's like, I don't really have the space to really do any content creation during nighttime because, well, I don't exactly live in a large enough flat with my mom that has a separate room, you know? So basically, I'm basically just exposed out here with my mom sitting like six inches not six inches, that's too close. Six feet away from me. So basically the only thing I can do is editing. But at the same time, it's like my editing is very uh, wattle count by my laptop, which is like not doing pretty well here. And I feel like I'm going to need 32 gigs of RAM. I feel like I'm going to need 32 gigs of RAM to actually produce the content freely because of all the editing I want to do. And I feel like 16 gigs just isn't enough. Because right now my laptop is overheating. Someone please help me. But yeah, I guess I'm gonna have to do something that I have to suffer in order to improve my content creation and to really do whatever. Because I feel like relying on just content creation isn't really enough. And uh, yeah, you need to have a backup plan. Yeah. I feel like these are kind of like one of these things that I'd like to talk about on a later date. But yeah, my philosophy, I guess, based off of my uh, personality of I, I, what again? I would again. I cannot read. I cannot read these things. Say my sen. Say my sen. Nan nan nakke. Nan nakke. Washi wa nan dakke. Mediator. Mediator is INFP. There you go, everyone. I am an INFP. Dash T. The turbulent mediator. So yeah, I want my backup plans. I would like a backup plan for my backup plan. In fact, when it comes to leaving Hong Kong, I feel like I have at least five plans in mind. So yeah, that really goes to show I love my backup plans. I just don't know like whether I'm gonna pull it off or not. We have to see. I'm gonna have to start taking risks these days because otherwise, if I'm not, I'm just gonna be stuck here at 880 subs or or so the main channel and around 10 subs here with the insatiable investigators even though I get to talk with Venti. I feel like that's the main appeal of this podcast really is because I get to talk with Venti with these kind of issues. It's like I get to rant. I don't know. I feel like I'm not even giving Venti a decent enough role too and I feel like that's kind of like into me too. I feel, I feel bad for not giving Venti my perspective because I feel like he just agrees a lot with what I do with my opinions and such that he's not even voicing his opinion because apparently his opinion is agreeing on my opinion. I personally hate that. I want him to argue with me. I 
that way I could really see like contrasting opinions, you know? That way I could see like, oh wait, okay, okay, with those kind of counter counter arguments, I can counter again with that argument, and that's gonna be more exciting, right? People want arguments. People want arguments. I want I want in a sense to at least have some sort of disagreement because I feel like everyone's unique enough to disagree on something and agree on something. You know, there's no way there's not a chance you'd be able to 100% agree on absolutely everything. You should have some diverse values. Otherwise, what's the point of us being human? We have different values that we hold dear to. And uh, yeah, hopefully with uh, Venti's return on the movie episode, he would hopefully shed light on a more, you know, sparing opinion, hopefully. Hopefully would have movie genres that I don't like and I'm gonna go fight over it. I want that. I want that drama. Maybe that's why drama channels are popular. Because people love controversy. People love arguing. People love negative press. People love the stuff that gets them up. People love the angel. Basically the firing, the heat, the tense, the drama, the tea. Yeah, I don't know why I just why I say tea. That's weird. Anyways, uh, the point here is that I want to disagree with Fenty with some kind of stuff, but it seems like he doesn't. So I wish on the, on the podcast he comes back on, we will disagree on some things and it'll be more exciting. I want that. I somehow love that idea of clashing ideologies. So we can find a middle ground in the end and be solved, be civilized, you know. Why can't people like be like this, you know? We have two different opinions. Clash. Fine. It's alright to clash, but... You gotta trade your opinions, you know, trade your opinions, trade your supporting evidence, trade your arguments to support those uh, stance, those viewpoints, and hopefully, if you can find find a middle ground, find it. If you can't, it's alright. At least you talked about it, you have a more profound perspective as to what you're thinking on the other side, and you're fine. Why can't we have stuff like that? I don't know. I don't know. Why does it have to be like, oh, we have to cancel them because he did this like short thing very bad or something like that. Maybe they're different perspectives that maybe perhaps he what he's doing is perhaps right in his like sort of ideal kind of stuff. Of course, there's some barriers where it's like, of course, there's no way you should do that. You know, for example, like very traumatizing crimes that will affect some others' lives and all that. Those are obviously a no-go. Yeah, some are just like just drama. It's like you're just hating on this word person of because of some random reason. That's not good. That's not good. Why do we have these kind of stuff? I don't know. Why do these kind of have more kind of sort of like opinions? I don't know. I don't want to judge because I don't reach those kind of conclusions. So yeah, that's pretty much it for today's podcast really. I know I've ranted a lot. I've been like off track or something like that, but that's really the way my mind works. I just, I think I do have like some sort of idea of what I want to talk about, but I just keep going on tangents here and there, left and right. I don't know anymore, but still, that's probably something you can expect among these solo podcasts. But yeah, overall content creating, it's up to you. It's up to you. You can do it any day if you want, but please weigh the importance between how likely you're going to keep doing it because you like doing it versus how much you want to appeal to the audience you want to catch. So yeah, that's really the kind of curse here. The curse of choosing how much you want to appeal to each side. So yeah. That's it for today's podcast, and next time, if Venti's back, we're going to continue with the movies. If not, we're going to talk about Hong Kong and whether it's worth staying in Hong Kong. Yeah, as a person that lived in Hong Kong for like two decades, I'm pretty sure I have qualifications to tell you whether it's worth it. So yeah, hooray, I guess. But yeah, that'll be it for today. 
If you guys enjoyed today's podcast, then be sure to leave a like and subscribe for more in our YouTube channel, Insatiable Investigators. You can listen to us in Spotify, Apple's Podcast, um, Anchor, and all the lovely places you see in the description or on our website. And uh, yeah, and that's it. I'm your Detective XP player, and I'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye.